Welcome, everyone, to the Real Nation Raiders podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Badiato, and this time we have the full team, Derek, Adam, and Zerko, which I feel like it's been a while, but life happens and stuff happens, so we are here today, We words, we are here today with another Raiders victory. Uh, I'm still trying to find the right rhythm for this podcast um, with, with how we cover topics and stuff like that, so I'm going to try something a little bit different this time. But we're going to start with stats. I'm going to read them off since uh, Derek's is not working. Uh, I'll just start with some just high-level ones. Uh, Drew Locke at 257 yards. Melvin Gordon had 46 yards. Um, Drew Locke had four interceptions, which was <laughs> just awful. Jerry Judy actually did have a very good game. Uh, four catches for 68 yards. Uh, the Raiders, Derek Carr. 60 for 25, 154 yards, so similar to last week. Josh Jacobs finally had over 100 yards, 21 carries, and 12 yards. Booker, again, another very good game for him, uh, 16 carries and 81 yards. And Derek Carr ran uh, and got uh, 10 yards, 4 carries there. And then Darren Waller was our number one receiver, through reception 37. Ruggs, through reception 31. Renfro, Two uh, receptions on 30, and Jacobs, four receptions for 24. And I bring that up because uh, we haven't really been passing him the ball a whole lot. Um, and then Jeff Heath with two interceptions. Could have been three at the end if Nick Wachowski did not have that one. Uh, one of the two was taking it. Yeah. Um, then Carl Nassib, who I've been a fan of, uh, did a very good job as well. And so those are the high-level stats. So this time around, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Because last week's episode was more of a... A rant episode, and I don't want it to be all negative, but uh, I don't want the the good to always overshadow the bad because you have to fix the bad because it might win you games now, but it's not going to win you games in the playoffs. It's just not. That's what sets you apart from the, the really good teams that make it to the Super Bowl. So we're going to do the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're going to just combine offense and defense. So I'm going to start with you, Adam, because you were not here last week. Uh, for both the offense and the defense, what were the really good highlights, in your opinions, this week? I think the good on offense was obviously the offensive line play again with all the injuries in the rushing game. Uh, Carr would have had better numbers if it wasn't for the drop balls and some penalties, but it's all right. We really didn't need to pass the ball today because we got it done running the ball. Uh, the defense, obviously played really well. Locke threw four interceptions. Uh, remember when people lo- said Locke was going to have a Mahomes-type <laughs> year? They were completely wrong. Locke, Locke is ass. Uh, and, you know, special teams deserves a shout-out, too. Uh, you know, Renfro should have had a punt return that got called back. Uh, and great, great job by the punt team as well for giving them bad field positions. So, overall, good team win, in my opinion. On to Kansas City. Now, um, the good for you, Zirko. What was the good? On the both good for me is uh, I don't care what nobody say. I'm glad Rob Marinelli is calling these plays on defense. <laughs> I tell you, that's what the good is right there because ain't no way in God's green earth that uh, Paul Gunther could call the defense the way it, we played today. Is he, is he calling them on third down too? Uh, I think I think Paul may take over on those. <laughs> But not nah, seriously. Though, our defense, they played good today. We today's performance needs to carry over to next week because we beat this team once. But we know how big of a game this is. This game, um, I mean, every game for the, as far as the AFC conference go has playoff implications. But 
this this next game to me is probably the biggest game on our schedule, even though we beat this team already. But so today, what we did today on defense needs to carry over to next week. Um, I like the way we played all around. I don't like John Gruden being so conservative late, early in the I guess late in the game, but early in the fourth quarter with calling three run plays in a row. I know he did that just to kill the clock. I know that, but. You know, you can't. I just don't think you should be that conservative with that much time. Yeah, that fight. could very easily bite you in the ass if they yeah, were to stop us out on the third down. Yeah, and we were acting like in a we were in a two minute drill when there is eight minutes left, and I, I mean, it just frustrating. Yeah, Derek Carr today to me he played a good game. Um, Dan Waller dropped a wide open touchdown. I threw my glass of water at the wall. I was that pissed off. I was I was hot. Um, so I had glass to clean up. Um, Nelson Aguilar dropped the pass, but it's, it's Aguilar. So, hey, you know, he, he's good for at least one or two of those a year. So I'm mad, but it's expected. So I'm, I'm surprised he's playing as good as he's playing. I wasn't surprised. You know, when the drops come, I don't really be as surprised. But overall, I think we played a good game. Um, I think our I mean, defense, I mean we, should, we should have been up by 50. Yeah, I think our defense is the reason that we won today. And for the first time in a long time, that feels good to say. And that actually is true. Yeah. Eric, what is your uh, good? And we just dropped him. Okay, well, I'll give you my good. Um, I I think the defense definitely stepped up. We got a lot of pressure. Um, We had David Irving uh, show up. Granted, I don't think he got any sacks, but you definitely saw him get pressure. Yeah, he was his pressure fell. He's a big dude. Yeah, he he, he looks football bigger to me. Yeah, he's he's bigger than than what I thought he was. but he he's a big dude. Yeah, he looked like he was having fun joking around with Nassib on the sideline after the interception. So, at the end of the day, if you're having fun, it's going to show. And uh, I I think his presence there might have helped a little bit. Hopefully, we get more resources back next week. The other part of the good I would give is Josh Jacobs because, you know, uh, I've been very critical of him. Uh, I thought he definitely stepped it up this game and actually had, you know, some good 10-yard runs, uh, maybe even a couple there. He had been listening to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then overall defense, Jeff, he's safety. I mean, he's shown to – if you look at almost all of his interceptions and just the way that he plays – he hunts the ball down. He's not even looking at the player. He's looking at that ball. And he's almost always, like, midair catching it for an interception. It's not like, oh, it just fell into my arms. Like, he's making a play to get that interception. So uh, I give him kudos. And uh, I have to give kudos to – he never gets the credit. But uh, Cleveland Farrell and Arden Key, I think, did a very good job today in getting pressure uh, on Drew Locke. Um but overall, and Moro, I give him a shout out. Maybe we just bench a little thin and just get Moro in there because he did a hell of a better job than uh, Littleton did. So, Derek, what's your good before you dropped off? Well, uh, what? Ask me a question one time. We're doing the good, the bad, and the ugly. What was your good take on the offense and defense? Uh, the good take on the offense was the running game. Um, Josh Jacobs, as it said, had a great. Uh, game and Booker came alive uh, towards the uh, towards the second half. I think the debate of whether or not the Raiders have a solid RB two is officially over. It was probably already over, but it's 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 over. <laughs> we uh, we may have the second. I think the best one two punch in the league in the NFL right now is Chubb and Hunt on the Browns. We actually I, I don't know if there's another one two punch that's number two that's better than ours after besides Hunt, Chubb and Hunt. 
Um, so that was a good on the offense, a good on the defense. Uh, they just played more aggressively. And we had a chance to only uh, allow less than 10 points uh, for the second time in three weeks. Obviously, that was denied of us. And we allowed the only fourth down conversion the Broncos have had all season. Um, so I guess that's kind of the bad there. Uh, but overall, I mean, there wasn't, uh, as far as the bad and the ugly, uh, no, we're, we're going to do those separately. Okay. Just starting with the good first. So we'll, we'll, I'll let you start with the, the, the bad. What was, it wasn't good, but it wasn't like awful. But it was something mm. that you notice that needs to be fixed, like Aguilar dropping a football or <laughs> Waller driving the wide open pass when he's dropped many yeah. passes this season. Yeah, the drop balls is de- are definitely bad, and also, I guess it's going to be a deep in a bed horse. But the lack, the lack of getting Henry Ruggs the football in ways to make him effective. Um, I, he's obvious. I, it's on him when he's not catching those passes, and I understand why the off Gruden's hesitant to call his number again when he screws up once. Um, but we're get, he he's too much of a dynamic playmaker to to be a ghost. Uh, so that definitely needs to be fixed, and I think that's going to be a topic every weekend on the show until it is fixed. I mean, Ruggs missed a wide open. Like it might have been a touchdown if he caught that. <laughs> that that was that was a touchdown, and, and the, straight through his the hand. Defender, yeah, the defender was about five yards behind him, and it was double covered. So the, there has to be. Derek Carter said that they're hitting them in practice, but for whatever reason. Ruggs is either running the wrong route or not precisely, or he's just dropping the ball. And it gets frustrating week after week when you see Jerry Judy, who is, you know, their number one receiver today. Uh, yes, Ruggs is more of a project, but he, I, I don't know if it's just he needs to build confidence or whatever it is, but it, it's starting to become a little bit frustrating, I would say. So, any more bad for you, Derek? Uh, no, I'm no. Uh, Zerko, what's your bad besides the missed uh, missed opportunities? Um, Jonathan Abram on special teams. I told y'all it's going to be a point where he cost us some points, and that's exactly what he did. Um, that was kind of ticky tacky. I don't know, but it's unfortunately it's a it's a quote unquote rule. So when I saw the replay, I'm like, I wouldn't have called that, but it's a rule. Um, I mean, we, just imagine what the score would have been. You know, we didn't really we played kind of kind of shaky in the first half. So that punt return is something that we need, something that we haven't had in a while. Um, and that Pharaoh uh, reference the passer on the quarterback that was complete BS. I hate that stupid call. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Johnson got ejected for the fight or whatever you want to call yeah. that. I mean, I, but I'm not mad at Isaiah Johnson for that because he protected his teammate. Um, the Denver player hit Abram in the head, and Johnson get off my boy. I mean, he did what the teammates yeah. supposed to do. It just I mean, I, it was more of a rookie type mistake. Is don't hit him in the head, hit him in the chest. <laughs> You're gonna do that, um, yeah. but you live and learn. Um, what what's your uh, bad, uh, Adam? Um. Uh- uh, given that the defense, you know, played well today and whatnot, there is a few times that we give gave up like a a third and long, like a third and fifteen and stuff like that. A few, a, a few times. Yeah, uh, I just I will continue to emphasize that we need to work on that a little bit, and I still think that goes down to Paul Gunther's scheme. Uh, I'm not really counting the garbage time at the end, 
there, especially on a fourth down play where they were, whenever they scored. I mean, it was garbage time. It is what it is. But, uh, I mean, other than that and the drop balls and stuff like you guys said before me, uh, that's about it. Okay. Well, then we're going to get into my, my personal favorite part of this is the ugly. This is stuff that has been glaring for me, at least how I see it, week to week. Um, there's a couple of things, so let me get this off my chest. One, fire Paul Gunther. I'm with Zirko on that 100%. Um, the third that still down- stands. Sorry to cut you off. I don't care how good the defense played today. Um, that still stands until it's done. I don't care. They, they, the defense oh, – okay. Some people might hate me for this. The defense played well <laughs> in, in spurts. But if you keep allowing third down conversions, whether it's a Gunther thing, leaving a guy wide open, whatever it is, like I've tweeted – and some, I put they could be third and eighty, and another team would convert on us because that's just how bad we are on third down. And they're like, "Oh, well, the offense isn't doing so well. The offense scored forty points." So, <laughs> it, it, and yes, they gave them opportunities, but there's a lot of missed opportunities on offense too. But the, just because the defense plays well in spurts doesn't mean they played a well overall game. I, I think the the Broncos just suck so bad it made the defense look good. Uh, I guess we have to see next week when we play the Chiefs if that keeps up. Because if it keeps up, then you know it's not just a fluke. So it's hard to tell whether Denver is just that bad or we actually improved. And is it because we got pass rush? Is it because, like, what is it that made it better? Uh, I feel like Trayvon Mullen has definitely got burned a lot this season. And Jerry Judy just fucking tore him up. I'm sorry. Like, multiple times with his route running. Jerry Judy's a very good route runner. Um, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if Mullins, like, I know he had the hamstring issue, but he's had some issues this season. Um, I didn't see Arnett's name called, so that's that's good. Um, other parts of the, the uh, sorry, the ugly, I would say, is we still don't really have a solidified defensive line. They're, they go up and down in spurts. Today they did good. And they seem to be doing better when Mo Hurst isn't in there. But I know Mo Hurst is a very good player. So what's the root cause of the defensive line's inconsistencies? Um, it just It's going to make or break us, especially next week against Patrick Mahomes, like we did the QB spy. Hopefully we do that again. I don't know. But those are really – oh, and Sam Young. That, that dude just oh – I was waiting God. for him to get injured. I had no clue until they showed him on TV that he's been in the league for 11 years. And, you know, I know he battles through injuries and he plays even injured, but, like, let the dude rest and put somebody else in. When they replaced him, I didn't see any issues. So, um, Sam Young either just needs to rest or they need to put somebody else in for him because it's just not the answer. And shout-out to Brandon Parker for doing another fantastic job. I'd like to see him start at right tackle when Colton Miller comes back. Um, anyways, that's kind of my ugly uh, let's go with Zirko with your ugly. Like, things that just really frustrate you that still haven't changed. The the third down play call on that, that bothers me. And I, um, It's like, bad. Yeah, we, we can't do that next week. That can't happen. We can't get Kansas City in out of field goal range and it's third and 17, and we're playing, and we're, and we're playing 17, 20 yards off the line. That can't happen. I mean – We've done that literally three weeks. We've done that every time. Every game we've played since Tampa Bay, that has happened to us. Where we got the opposing team in the third and long, and they convert. Last week, we had them at third and, I think, 16, and they converted that and got 17 yards. Today, they converted, what was it, third and 13, third and 14, I believe, and they converted. 
that can't happen. We can't keep doing that. Um, and I told you, John Gruden been so conservative. Um, I, I, I'm just not, I'm just not a fan of. It. I understand what you're trying to do late in the game, early for, in the fourth quarter. Teams up big. Just kill the clock, but you can you, you can kill the clock with a couple passes also. Yeah, like I said, we played the not to lose, and that's reminds me of the 2019 Ruben, and I don't like that. Adam, what's your ugly things that really just consistently bug you? I, I just feel like today, uh, I don't know if you guys can agree with me or not, that Drew Locke is probably the worst quarterback we've played this year. Uh, oh, God. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like confused on what would have happened if we would have played like a good quarterback. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I said. I can't tell if the right. Broncos are just that bad. Right. <laughs> and it's just, it, it scares me. I don't know. The defense just scares me every week. Uh, it's like surprising. I think we doubled our like turnovers from the, for the season today. So, I mean, it just makes you wonder, like, can we continue? I, I don't know. I I, I want to have faith that we will, but, you know, this, this is like year 1,000 of a bad defense. So, I mean, it's just hard to tell, man. I hope we can continue on to uh, the Kansas City with the same defense energy. I and mean, we were hitting today. That's I mean, this isn't an ugly, but that is, we were hitting today. We were mean today, and we, like, bullied Drew Locke. So, it, it's, it's a good day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to take a Derek's doom and gloom spot, but that's why I feel like, especially after when, you know, whether I watch another podcast or YouTube, Samoan Raider, Raider Cody, Kenny King, whoever it is, everybody's always just so positive over a win, which I want to be positive. But at the same time, I don't want to just sugarcoat everything and just forget, like, all the bad. Because you know the teams, they'll look at the victory, and on Monday they'll come in and fix every single thing that they did wrong. And you have to point out the wrong and acknowledge the wrong in order to fix it. So, not that they're listening to our podcast, but according to Derek, they might be. You never know. I think um, Jacobs did. <laughs> yeah, Jacobs did. Um, but, Derek, what's your ugly, the one thing that just keeps nagging at you? Uh, the third down conversions on that we're allowing on defense. I'm, that's already been beating a dead horse. I don't want to beat too much a dead horse, but I would, I would, we, we are maybe the worst defense in the league in giving up third and long. So I'm going to go with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go have two more topics. Uh, number one, uh, I'm going to start with you, Adam. MVP of the game. Sorry to cut you Offense off. and then defense. Just want to let, let the world know that uh, Dom's favorite quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson is playing right now. Oh, God, I can't stand him. <laughs> Dude cannot throw. He's like Drew Lock level accuracy. Uh, he, yeah, he's playing right now. He just threw a nice little pass. He's looking good throwing the ball. Remember, that's mm-hmm. Dom's favorite player. You know, that's how quickly teams have started to figure him out because all he does is run. Like, oh, I give him credit, but he's no Michael Vick. And he's just not. Michael Vick was a fantastic passer. Born in the most beautiful deep balls. But, anyways. Sorry, Adam. Go ahead. Who's MVP on offense, MVP on defense? Um, can I give the MVP to, like, a whole position group? Sure. I'm going to give it to the offensive line. You know, uh, well, they're banged up with the exceptions of uh, Arsenal and smart guard. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm proud of Tom Cable, which, in my opinion, 
should be front runner of assistant coach of the year. Uh, he's just done a hell of a job, and I'm like really proud of it. I can just imagine what it would be if our whole line was intact. Like I, we would be really dominating on the line of scrimmage. So uh, on defense, I'm definitely giving it to Heath. Uh, he's just a ball hawk. He's like a he's like an Ed Reed out there, man. I definitely only if we could actually get him, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Or uh, no, no, Earl Thomas, but yeah. I just, I really think now, like Harris's playtime should like be majorly cut down and given the Heath. Uh, majorly cut down. <laughs> is, there, is there, is there, is there a word we can use besides majorly? Like, how about like not play, not play at all? <laughs> Inactive, right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, props to Heath, man. I just. Really proud of the guys and ready for next week for Sunday night football. Hey, Zerko, MVP, offense, and defense. Uh, offensive MVP for me is going to go to the offensive line. I think they did a hell of a job today blocking Route 66, Route 66, however you say the word, however you choose to say it. But 66 was in full effect today. Um, I had, you know, he, he's, he, he hasn't talked about it enough on this team. Um, so for offense, I give the whole offensive line the way they block, you know, the way they push both of our running backs, protected our quarterback. Um, didn't give up any sacks. Sack that got given up got called back. It didn't count. So technically, they didn't give up any sacks. Um, they they did a good job today. And for defense, um, I want to give it to Heath, uh, and I want to give it to Nick. I wanted to give it to Carl. I mean, the, them three right there were were difference makers. I told y'all when he was in the game that. I like that front four. I like when he, you know, he's he's our linebacker on the field, he's top ten linebacker in the league, and he's he's just he's the safety that we need back there. Um, to me, he has better vision. He he moves more. He moves quicker than uh, than Harris does. Harris is you know when he plays his position, he's looking for the hit, as opposed to it's looking like Jeff. He's he's actually looking to take the ball away. So those are my MVPs for offense and defense. Derek. MVP, I'm going to go for offense, Josh Jacobs. Um, the offensive line, of course, played really well for him, too, but he looked strong, had his longest run of the season. Um, and I think um, I think you, I, I'm still going to stand by the fact that you gave him extra motivation to play better. That'll be a, I will stick with that. Uh, and in defense, I will give it to Jeff Heath. All right. I'm going to. I'll honorary give one to Josh Jacobs just because uh, he did much better this week. Um, but I'm going to give one because to me it's it's more of you, you kind of expect Jacobs to do well. You expect Carr to do well. Uh, but really I'm going to, instead of just the offensive line, you expect Hudson to do well and stuff and Gabe Jackson. But Brandon Parker just due to stepping it up and uh, he's definitely earned himself a starting spot on the shop, not Colton Miller's spot. Uh, even though I think he's actually done a better job on the left side than the right side, I could be wrong on that. Um, but definitely Brandon Parker, just because we've all been so super critical of him. And I think probably three weeks in a row from the actual Raiders team, they'll get another game ball that he did the last two weeks. And then on defense, uh, I mean, obviously it's it's Jeff Heath, but uh, I'm going to give it to, uh, you know, Max Crosby, just because it all starts with pressure. You know, Drew Lawson not going to make the stupid decisions unless you get good pressure. And then really the whole defense did good. But Crosby, you can tell, you know, he just gets after the quarterback. And if it wasn't for that, mistakes wouldn't happen to begin with. So 
Uh, or at least they shouldn't. So, Okay, now we're going to end it with moving on to Kansas City where you have a Sunday night game. Prime time. Hopefully they don't take this away from us because um, they didn't take away Baltimore's. Uh, but Derek, we'll go with you. What are you? I don't even say what are you concerned about. What are your thoughts on Sunday? What do we need to do to win that game? We need to do well. Offense, obviously, we're not gonna let's just forget about any hope of slowing down the Kansas City Chiefs because let's be honest, that's just not gonna happen. Um, that there, there, there is literally no way the Chiefs aren't gonna score at least thirty on us. Um, so we need to. Time of possession, we need to control the ball and have a and significantly edge them on time of possession. We need to have the running game going. Uh, car, I think we need a little bit more passing play, long passing plays um, to win too. I think Walt Waller cannot be dropping passes. Aguilar can't be dropping passes. Um, and, you know, a 100-yard game from Rook would be nice too. Uh, if we're going to beat the Chiefs again, and, I, and we are obviously we already beat them once, but we didn't in, – in, that I can't talk today, uh, but we won. But we beat them because we scored forty points on them the first time. It's gonna, it's gonna take an, uh, an at least thirty to beat the Chiefs again, um, and not to 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 have a chance again. It just is. Adam, uh, basically what Derek said, man, we got to play mistake-free football and find a way to contain Mahomes in the pocket instead of like last time we played him. He was running around everywhere. Wide receivers are getting open. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like we're going to come in, play solid on offense, play solid on defense, and hopefully have Mahomes uh, throw a pick. So I don't know. We just got to, we can't make mistakes and we can't uh, pump the ball too much. So I expect a heart attack game, usually, like we always do. Uh, I will note today that it felt good not to have years taken off my life expectancy. Expectancy. <laughs> Before I give Zerko the final word, as I always do, I'm going to give my quick thoughts on it. One, we're probably not going to control him in the pocket because it's Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I don't think really any team does. Right. So you're going to need that QB spy. I think you're going to need Arden Key. He he's he was there last time, um, and really watch the tape to what we did well. You're going to need to be aggressive, Gruden. You just have to. We're going to have to be more of a passing team than a running team, just like we were last time. I, it, you know, I think we're definitely a run-first team, but when you play the Chiefs that are going to put up 30, 40 points, you're going to, you can try to kill the clock, but they're going to score in two minutes on you. So, uh, and, and you just you need pass rush. Just at the end of the day, even if you don't control them in the pocket, you need to make him – get rid of the ball fast so Tyree Kill doesn't get open to where Jeff Heath can come in again and just hawk the ball. And, uh, yeah, that's just my that, – that's what we need to win. Zirko, I'll give you final thoughts. Uh, we, we have to play a better game. We have to play a better game next Sunday than we did today. I mean, I know you're probably like, how, how do you do that? We have four takeaways, but we have to remember what team we play. They're not going to come in the same Kansas City Chiefs that they were when we played them at their house. This is the primetime game in the dome, and we got to protect our home. Um, so we have to play, we have to be on point. We have to, we have to play a plus. So, um, um, Rob Marinella needs to continue with the defensive play calling so we can continue to be a success that we are. Also, side note. I just want to interrupt you and throw out that we have no actual evidence that Rod Marinelli all, is going to be <laughs> until it's proven that, until it's proven otherwise, he's calling these plays. And, uh, side note, maybe it's just me. 
but I actually liked our linebacker core better than when Corey Littleton's in the lineup. We we look good without him. Yeah, well, then again, it's just it's hard to tell if it's Denver or something. We'll know we'll know next week for sure. If we can beat the Chiefs and get them to under thirty, shit, even thirty five, you know the defense has made uh, major strides because they're really like the best offense in the league. You know, they have multiple weapons, great tight end. They can run the ball. They can do everything. So if we can keep them under that, then I'm definitely more confident in the defense. And, of course, that Rod Marinello is calling yeah. the play. Because we're actually playing a tight end next week who can play wide receiver. And this tight end that we play next Sunday night, he 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 beat Corey Littleton bad the first time we played. Yeah. So uh, we can't have a repeat. We, we need to. We need to play a good game. We have to play an A-plus defensive game next week, especially at home because this is a national televised game. I'm not. I'm not about to. Yeah, get, yeah. I'm not about to get embarrassed. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not like not like the 49ers. Yeah, game. I'm not. Not at all. Yeah, it's. Um, if we win them, I think we're going to start hearing all across, you know, ESPN, Good Morning Football, all of those about the Raiders being Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I think if we, yeah. I think if we, if we can put out a win next week, then the, I think it's time to start that that MVP conversation for, for the quarterback. I think it's time to to start that, you know, serious playoff, deep playoff contenders. I told when I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, I told him looking at the playoffs right now that we're in it, there's only two teams that I'm worried about. That's Pittsburgh and that's uh and that's Baltimore. Honestly I'm not really worried about if we play Kansas City or if we gotta play Tennessee or if we gotta play Buffalo or or if we gotta play Baltimore in the playoffs. Um I, those teams I'm not worried about. It's, 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 I'm sorry if we have to play Kansas City. I'm not. It's Baltimore and Pittsburgh are the only two teams I'm worried about come playoff time. Everybody else, I honestly think we have a chance to beat whether we're at home or on the way. And if you look at our, our, our record, we're better on the road than we are at home. I mean, if you can beat Kansas City, theoretically. Anybody. Anybody, yeah. at, least you, at least you hope so. So I just really put the floor. I just... The, I just want to be clear here. The, the, the what's the team? The Steelers have not really played any good team. They just have not. They beat they the beat, Giants. They beat the they Denver. Beat, they beat Houston. Tennessee got postponed. They beat Philadelphia. They beat Cleveland. They beat Tennessee. They beat Tennessee. Tennessee. Struggled. And, and they've been struggling. Baltimore has been struggling. Then they beat Dallas, and then they beat Cincinnati today. So they play two good teams. So, yeah, but you can, really... only, you can only play who's on your schedule, though, and they've yeah, done it to perfection. I'm just saying, it, it's, they're, they're going to get caught up, you know, once they play a good team. Look, they play Jacksonville next, then they play Baltimore, okay. They might, then it's Washington, then they play Buffalo. That's going to be a good game. Then Cincinnati, the Colts, and Cleveland. So, really, if they can beat Baltimore again or Buffalo, then I'd take them a little bit more seriously. But otherwise, they have the goddamn easiest schedule I've ever seen here. Um, Bit, but that's just me. Compared to us, we're you know we're paying New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, <laughs> Miami. Now who's really good? Like it, it's, it's comparing apples to oranges. But anyway, all right. I think that wraps it up. Unless you guys have any other final thoughts, you guys want to get out to the podcast? Here? Just real quick, that's, um, that I just want to make sure everybody who's listening remembers. I do have an idea how I'm going to do the jersey giveaway. If we can get oh, remember that jersey giveaway, Derek. <laughs> if we can get the win next weekend, um, I'll be doing the jersey giveaway. Um, so just keep listening. I'll have the details after the Kansas City game. 
already have it after the win, after the Kansas City game that we're going to win on Sunday Night Football at home, yes. So keep listening. We win that game. I'll give you the details. Even if we lose that game, somebody's going to get a Christmas gift from this podcast. So just keep listening. Oh, Zerko's in to get us all going. Well, I'm going to change. We're going to be good there. Somebody's going to get a jersey. And if you are a co-host on this podcast, no, you cannot enter to win. Wow. Oh, my burner. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to just create another account, a Twitter account, and just put Car Sucks <laughs> or Mariota Starter, and you'll never know. Who I didn't see on the bench today, even. He was inactive. Uh, oh, oh, what? Are you sure? Huh. I yeah. was told. I was told that he was going to be a starter right. by, by the bye week. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're calling her the thing that retweeted that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that will wrap up this episode of Real Nation Raiders podcast. Hopefully next week. I don't know how we're going to do that one since it's going to be a late game. So I guess we'll try to figure it out and let you guys know. It looks like Derek just dropped off because of his connection. So Adam, since you weren't here last week, I'll let you take us away. This is for you, Raider Nation. Raiders!